Good morning, good morning. Welcome back, y'all, to another Come Out of the Wilderness Thursday live prayer. I'm just setting up my background. Um, this is called Soaking Music. I'm so glad. I'm, listen, I'm glad to just be able to wake up another day and be here with you all. So let me just get it together. <laughs> let me get it together. It's one of those mornings. Just bear with me. And we are live, y'all. So um, special good morning to everyone who's watching on the multiple channels. So um, morning to the folks on Facebook, morning to the folks on LinkedIn and YouTube and Twitter, and a shout out to those who are watching on the Faith channel live on Parade Deck TV. Um, and then I also want to say um, a, a little bit of a hello to those who listen to us uh, in the audio versions, the replays on all the podcast feeds. So I'm trying not to leave people out. So hey, everybody on Spotify and Audible and iHeartRadio, and we are uh, we can, you can find us just about everywhere. Um, but just um, just wanted to say good morning. If you could please, y'all, like the video because it actually helps us um, with the algorithms on the social media stream, so other people can. Um, good morning, Facebook, and y'all. I can't see names, so <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so today um, I'm going to be talking about. Faith in action. We're going to talk about the beautiful gate miracle. And I'm going to share my screen because this is going to come out of Acts 3. And we're going to say prayer. For those of y'all who are new, I, you know, I, every, everything uh, that I do is coming from the word. And so before we go further, I'm going to be asking the Lord to, to bless us and guide us and lead us. Um, we're going to share the scripture. I'm going to share some insights, some teaching, and then we close with prayer. And then we, we kind of wrap it from that. Wrap, wrap our morning. Uh, so Father, we just thank you for giving us again, another opportunity to come before you and hear. And Lord, if I have found favor in your sight, if I have found favor in your sight, let your Holy Spirit take over this call and um, just demonstrate your wisdom and give us all your understanding so that we can learn what we need to learn from, from these scriptures, from these from these stories so that it can build us up and inspire us and, and empower us to go and do real things and <laughs> in real time, Lord. And, and we'll just ask that you'll open up the word and uh, speak into the heart of everyone who's meant to hear this will hear it. And we just ask that you'll continue to bless us, Lord, and uh, glorify yourself through me so that these words I speak are not mine, but yours and bless everyone who's under the sound of my voice. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we can't start without that. Okay. All right. So I'm going to share my screen and before I do that, so just to set the, again, give the context, we're in Acts 3 verses 1 through 10. And a, a lot of, uh, I think a lot of Christians or believers or whatever title you're going to use, <laughs> we, we're familiar with the, the story of um, the healing of this, the lame man. And can I just be honest with y'all? When I was, um, I, you know, the Lord gives me the scripture. Sometimes it's a week ahead. Sometimes it's a few days. Um, yesterday was a horrible day for me horrible. I had a really rough day yesterday. Emotionally, physically, I was ill. Mentally, I was exhausted. It just felt like, what is happening? I had a rough day yesterday. And so and I was like, Lord, how am I supposed to deliver a teaching on faith in action when my faith is being tested right now? And he started to show me this uh, scripture in two different ways. And I thought it was amazing. 
And so I'm going to be, um, look, I'm real. Okay. I'm a real person, <laughs> real person with real stuff going on. So I want to show you what he revealed to me in Acts 3, 1 through 10 in different ways, two different ways. It's going to speak to two different groups and you'll know which group you're in and I know what group I'm in. Okay. And I'm breaking it out in yellow for one group. If you're if you're uh, listening to this, I'm going to read the scripture out so it'll make sense. But those who are watching, in green for another group, and then we wrap it up. We're all in in red, okay? So this is Acts three, verse one through ten, and this is um, this is the I think is the ESV. Oh, no, this is the King James version. It's all right. Um, and then we're gonna do. I'm gonna read it out. But let me just share some of what um, what I've found with the first group. So first, let's read it through. Um, now Peter and John went up together in the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. So let's just pause. So Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. So this is a routine. They're, they're on their routine. Okay. And a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried, meaning he was lame from birth, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. So this, this man who was lame since he was born, notice it says they laid daily, which means that that there were folks who were familiar with this man. It's not clear to me if this is his family or whoever, but they laid him daily. So they so people were taking, you know, bringing this man every day at the gate to the temple, which ironically is called beautiful. And the purpose, he was going there to ask for alms or ask for money. He was a beggar. Uh, and he was asking of all the people who were, you know, entering into the temple. And even the, as you're thinking about this, I'm thinking about, oh, y'all, the revelation's coming, right? I'm just, I'm just thinking about, you know, for those of you who feel like you're in the season where you're this lame man, maybe it's not something that's been um, broken down since birth, maybe it's a, a, a it's a situation that's kind of on you daily, and and showing up anyway, and asking for help for those who are entering the temple, or asking for help for those around you who are in a different situation than you are. Okay, verse three: Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an alms. So he just he just saw he recognized Peter and John, and it doesn't say that he recognized them as. Um, believers of Jesus. It's just saying he's, he's seeing Peter and John, they're about to go in the temple. So here are these two guys and he's just about to ask them for alms. And verse four says, and Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, look on us. So you see the uh, interaction between Peter and John who um, they at this point understood the assignment and understand understood um, what the Lord had called them to do. They could they could have passed him by, but they didn't. Okay, so they fastened fastened um, his eyes. So Peter basically looking <laughs> this man saying, "Look on us." And uh, in verse four, another way I I saw this was was uh, Peter and John saying, "See me, right? Look on us." And it wasn't looking at us like, look at us, like, you know, we're Peter and John, we're about to go in this temple, <laughs> okay? It was, it's not that, but it's, it's something much more deeper, obviously, right? And verse five says, uh, this is the, the man, and he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. So in this moment, he's listening 
he's believing and he's expecting to get something out of this situation. He's, he has full expectation to receive something. And P, then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, right, rise up and walk. Right. So here's Peter again. Again, a lot of us know these scriptures. I'm going to break it into different parts in a second here. So Peter is, you know, reassuring, listen, it's not it's not money that that's not that's not what he has. But what he has to give is so much greater. It is it is the name. So Peter and John are operating on healing through the power of Jesus Christ. And so, he's, you know, he uses that. That is the belief that was that had to, this man had to believe that and he was expecting to receive something. Verse seven, he took him by the right hand. The right hand is a hand of authority and power. That's what the right hand means. So even in the way that they approached this gentleman and, and fastening their eyes and calling on Jesus and, uh, and you know, taking him by the right hand of, of power of authority and lifting him up immediately, this thing happened right away because his belief was triggered. He believed he received it. He expected it. He received it. Immediately his feet and ankle bones received the strength. And verse eight talks about what happens afterwards. Uh, the same lame man he, leaping up stood and walked and entered with them. Look where he went, y'all. Walking, leaping, and praising God. And then all the people saw him walking and praising God. Now let's break this down in a different way. So there's two scenarios that's playing out right now. Peter and John being the, the servants of the Lord, right? They're serving God. And, and in their, in their uh, routine, they're going to the temple at the hour of prayer. Now, when you, when you read further into Acts, you'll see there is a confrontation and some things that happen further down. But we're going to focus on 1 through 10. This is before they enter. So Peter and John are in their routine. Like a lot of us who are, um, I would say, uh, stronger in faith when things are going well <laughs> and you're and you're enter enter the temple you're just on your routine and the lord is going to place people along your path for you to help and it's not the the response isn't always going to be uh, giving them money to solve the problem sometimes it's it's sharing that measure of faith it's showing them that that um that the, the reason I have this power, the reason I have these blessings, y'all, the reason I'm doing so well is because of Jesus, not me. And witnessing in that way. Peter or John could have just walked past this man. Peter and John could have just said a quick prayer and kept it moving. But this was a situation where they, where they, they connected with someone who was in a lower position. They didn't walk him by. Peter and John didn't say that we're, we're, we're better Christians than you. They did, there was no judgment. They understood that they were there to help people along the way. And a lot of us Christians, I call them uber Christians, who have what you know different titles and they're calling Jesus different names. Listen, but you're passing people along the way who you should be helping. And what they did in this, in this, uh, in this scenario was putting their faith, their belief, in Jesus into action through healing. The second way to look at this is imagine you're this, this man. This man in this case doesn't have a name. So I'll give a name. 
say you're Tom <laughs> and you've had this affliction you've been carrying all your life. Maybe you're Joseph and, and you've just lost your job or you've lost your health or, or, or um, you've lost something, deep loss. And you've been going, uh, going daily to this place called beautiful. Maybe this place called beautiful for you is going to LinkedIn to go find something, find a job. Maybe this place called beautiful is to, you know, go to the Home Depot because you got to get away from certain things happening in your life. Okay. Maybe, maybe there's a, there's a place that you're going to, to try to get what you think you need. This man had hope. The reason that he was making this trek every single day, going to the same spot every day, he had a level of hope that someone walking into that temple would bless him. And in this case, he didn't know that he was going to get uh, a healing, but he had full expectation. I think about the level of belief that had to have been there for this, for this man, because he had to believe that when Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I give thee, such as I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of, Raz of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He had to believe that in order for that to happen. There had to be an exchange. There was something in Peter and John that he locked into when they said, look on us. And I am convinced that is the Holy Spirit. That is the Holy Spirit operating in a different way. You know, remember that Jesus uh, allotted certain authorities to people and John before the Holy Spirit, you know, before the Holy Spirit was ushered in fully. So there's a lot of us who are believers who are operating with these blessings. And I'm just urging you, don't overlook the people along the way. And for those of you who are that, those people who are, um, you're at the gate, and you're expecting to receive something, it's much more than silver and gold. It's much more than silver and gold. Verse eight tells us something that is so compelling. It talks about the man's response. A lot of times God answers our prayers, y'all, and y'all don't even go back and thank him. I can't tell you how many people I know, right? <laughs> I can't tell you how many people I know who've been blessed and they won't even say, thank you, Lord. So don't be, don't be that person who you're at the gate. The Lord has blessed you through whatever miracle it is. He's, he's, it's a health turnaround. Um, he's helped your family, he's helped your kids, whatever it is. And then you leap up and you bounce and you're not even praising God. So verse eight, where it talks about the man he, leaping up, he's, he's he, up, he stood, he walked. And where did he go? He entered with them into the temple. And he was still walking and leaping and praising God. And how amazing it was that all the people saw him walking. So there was a witness that was provided. A witness happened. And it's so important that when this, when these things happen to you, when you're blessed, it's important for you to tell somebody. We have to witness that thing. We have to share it, tell people what's happening. Why? Why? Because people need hope. People need encouragement. People need to know that these things are real. A lot of us, I'm going to stop sharing my screen and come back. A lot of us are receiving these incredible blessings. And then we, we I, I say it all the time, you just eat the blessing. 
and you swallow a testimony and you share it with no one. The purpose is that as the Lord is blessing you, it's not just for you. It's for the rest of us. Share it with us because that's how you build hope for other people. People need the witness. People need the witness. Man, I hope that helped you. Like I said, yesterday was a rough day. And I really, I saw myself as, uh, generally, I would see myself as, you know, the Peter and John in this situation, right? <laughs> I'm coming in, I'm teaching, I'm sharing. But yesterday, I saw myself at a beautiful gate. And what I needed was a Peter and John, meaning I needed a another believer. I needed a community. I needed a witness. I needed to witness some things. I needed to, to hear. I needed to understand. I needed encouragement. I needed someone to drop in my spirit. Though I know this for myself, I'm listen, a lot of us are church-filled, Bible-filled, spirit-filled, all of that. But even so, you still, there are going to be days when you are going to be at that gate. You're not going to be Peter and John, and you need to get that word for yourself. Sometimes you can get the word just going in the word. Look, it's clear for y'all who, who are just listening and can't see, this Bible is filled with colorful tabs, meaning I'm in it every day, okay? So there are days when you're where you're going to look at the word and be like, Lord, I need something, bless my soul. And there are days when he's going to send you a Peter and John to speak some things over your life, to help you through some trenches for real. And if you're that Peter and John and you're in this moment where the Lord has blessed you and anointed you to just go say something, don't pass people along the way. When you know that people on your job are suffering, when you know that people in your community are suffering, when you know that your own kids are suffering, or your spouse or your family members or strangers, y'all. It's time for you to start acting in faith, work, literally witnessing this thing out. Stop choking the blessings that God gives you. It's not just for you, it's for the rest of us too. There's four things I want to leave with you. And I want to urge you because this, this, this Bible study, what we're talking about, my hope is that it encourages you to really reflect on your own actions in your, in our lives every day. To question, are we using the full potential of our faith so that we can bring change and not just our lives, y'all, but to the people around us? And so there's four things I want to leave with you. The first one is deepening your faith to be be steadfast and bold. Further down in Acts, there's a prayer for courage. I, I encourage you to go read the rest of Acts and, and read that. Read that. Maybe that's the prayer you read. You, you, you say over yourself asking for courage and boldness. Because it's not, it's not the power that Shelly has, it's the power of the Holy Spirit in me. It's it's being a vessel so that he can use me. But but there are situations that are gonna come like this, like being the lame man that deepen my faith. The second thing is, y'all, there is a shift that happens when you go from being a beggar to a believer. There's a shift that happens when you move from being a beggar to a believer, when you actually acknowledge that the blessings that faith in Jesus has is way beyond the material and the superficial, superficial things that we're asking for. 
So there's a shift. So my prayer is that you'll you'll shift from being a beggar of material things to a believer in abundant things. The fourth, the third thing, sorry, is is joyful worship. The same way that healed man was jumping for joy. I pray that you will have joyful worship and acknowledge the work that God is doing in your lives. People need to see that, to witness that this is real. It encourages other people. And the last thing is we know that faith without works is dead. So don't just be hearing the word. Y'all don't just come up to the trough <laughs> and eat some of the food, right? Don't just be hearers of the word, but you actually have to put your faith in action. You have to do something with it and bless other people. Don't just pass the lame man on the side of the road. I hope this blesses y'all. This was, like I said, a on-time um on time scripture for me. And I'm certain that there are other people who needed to hear this. Many of us are the lame man at the beautiful gate, waiting and hoping for the Lord to pass us by this morning. Many of us are at the beautiful gate as the lame man. But I'm so thankful that the Lord is still sending Peters and Johns to speak into our lives, to bless us. And if you're that Peter and John, I pray that you'll build up the courage to do this every day. Amen. Father, how grateful we are. How grateful we are for your word and your lessons and your teaching. How grateful we are for the Peters and Johns that you've placed in our lives that will pour back into us when we are empty. Father, those who are in the in the shoes of the the lame man today, those lame man, those, those people who are feeling so overlooked or lonely or discouraged, Lord God, those who are dealing with real situations, Lord God, of health or family or, or job situation, on the job, like all of this chaos and, and craziness that's happening right now. Those, those who are in that position who are crying out, Lord God, Father, to help, to send help, that you will hear their voices today, Lord God. I pray that this word penetrates the heart of all of us to put our faith in action and not just pass people by and not just pass people by. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your correction in showing us that every single one of us need to pass through that beautiful gate. There's going to come a time when we need you and we need to understand that the blessings that we really need is what you have for us. It's not these material things. So I pray over everyone who is standing in need of just hearing your voice, Lord, today, that you'll bless them and that you will demonstrate your power. Not me. Let them come to see you and not me. Thank you, Lord, for another Thursday prayer. And we ask that you'll continue to bless us if it be your will. Amen. Y'all, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I'm just seeing the chat, y'all. You're so welcome. I'm glad that it blessed you, y'all. Please make sure to like the video if you're on the, on the uh, other streets. Um, thanks again, everybody who's watching uh, live on the Parade Deck um, Faith channel. Thanks to everybody on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, uh, anybody I missed, and, and those who are listening to the audio version. 
Y'all have a wonderful rest of your week. Share the word and bless somebody else. Thanks for watching.